Hello everyone, welcome to RLCC Radio, where you can grow in your faith together with others by listening to our daily devotionals, sermons, and other audio broadcasts. Feel free to share this tool with others. Also, join us every day as we explore God's truth together. Let's dive in. So purihin ang Panginoon uh, for a new uh, day to uh, enter into God's presence and to open our hearts to what the Holy Spirit will teach us. So purihin ang Panginoon sa time na ito and let us center ourselves on the Lord. You know? Let's center our scattered thoughts, our, misan, our disturbed minds. <laughs> Uh, and let's just uh, come before the Lord no? and receive His peace, His joy into our hearts. The Lord is here. Kasama po natin siya. Just as He promised us, when two or more are gathered together in His name, sabi niya, you know, that He is with us. So we believe that and we claim that right now. Praise the Lord. No? Let's be expectant and let's be uh, parang, you know, ready talaga to, to receive whatever the Lord would uh, speak to us about, no? Sa puso natin. And as we enter into our devotional time, um, mag-pray kayo na that God would just give you a word or a phrase or a thought or an idea. Or even a feeling, no? Nice ng Panginoon na pag-focusan nyo, no? At this time. So, um, let's uh, begin. For most people, worship is what we feel when we are in a religious activity or event. That's why we say things like, puta tayo sa worship service, No? Or attend tayo ng worship. Or something like that. Kasi we associate worship to the experience or the feeling na nararamdaman natin o nararanasan natin when we are in such places. That feeling may be inspired by the music, of course, number one. Pag maganda yung music, maganda yung tugtugan, we feel that we are really worshiping. Pag medyo magulo naman, of course, it's the other way around. Also, we can be, uh, you know, inspired by the preaching, o kaya the ambience, the decorations, the stage, or any other external trigger. But seldom is it the realization of who God is and what He has done for us or for other people. That's the unfortunate truth, you know, walang content. It's just basically feeling. Now, although feelings are important, it is not the essence of worship. True worship, that is. True worship is our response to the personal revelation of God. 
sa puso natin. It is when God reveals Himself to us in our spirit and only then when we realize the truth do we respond and our response is what worship is all about. Kung tayo ay nasa isang religious activity and we're just looking for feelings we may call it worship but the Bible does not call it worship. And so we find this uh, particular hymn uh, sa umpisa ng uh, Gospel of Luke. Luke 1, 46-56. And we find Mary no, singing and worshiping the Lord. Not because she, uh, she has some feeling, but because she is inspired, no, triggered by the realization of who God is in her own personal life and even as she reflects on what God has been doing no, ever since and especially now ngayon that He is announcing the birth of Jesus Christ the Savior of the world so as we read this passage listen to the Holy Spirit for a word or words or phrases or an idea or an emotion that the Holy Spirit may want to impress upon you. So, basahin po natin, starting in verse 46. And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord. And my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on all generations will call me blessed. For the mighty one has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, even as he said to our fathers. Mary stayed with Elizabeth for about three months and then returned home. So this is the word of the Lord para sa atin for today. Tayo po ay manalangin. Father, maraming salamat sa iyo, Panginoon that you have given us this passage to reflect upon. And surely, Lord, for many of us, worship is just a feeling or an experience rather than revelation. So, Panginoon, I pray, let your Spirit renew our hearts and minds today. As we begin to see in the life of Mary, what worship truly is, 
Dalangin ko, Lord, na from here on, we would be triggered by such revelations that we are going to learn about today. Tulungan niyo kami, Panginoon, na we would see worship as a response rather than as a mere feeling or experience. Salamat po, Lord, for those feelings and experiences where we felt close to you or you close to us. Salamat po, Lord. But worship is more than that. Worship is responding to the personal revelation of God in our hearts. So, you know, Panginoon, ang aming uh, matutunan today. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. So, worshiping the Lord is our topic today. And our passage is Luke 1, 46-56. So, we ask the question, what should trigger our worship? Again, like I said kanina, hopefully, we're not just simply triggered by music, o kaya, for others, nature, ganyan. Good as they are, hindi ko naman sinasabing masamayan or kasalanan yan. But it's less than what true worship is. True worship must be based on personal revelation. And in the case of Mary, there are three personal revelations from God that triggered her worship. And it would do us well kung tayo ay magiging attentive rin sa mga revelations na ganito. Una sa lahat, she was triggered by God's graciousness upon the undeserving, especially herself. So, nagkaroon siya ng personal revelation that God, you know, was gracious to her from the time na binati siya ng angel all the way hanggang sa sinabi sa kanya what was going to happen upon her. And even though it was parang filled with, you know, um, possible suffering on her part kasi nga she's a virgin, she accepted it and humbly, you know, submitted herself to the Lord because she saw the grace of God at work sa buhay niya. She knew she was undeserving. So, tignan natin yung verse 46 hanggang 50. Sabi sa verse 46, and this is actually uh, why, you know, in many places this is called, itong passage na to, the Magnificat. Uh, because that is based on the Latin translation of this verse. And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord. So, after going to visit ano, Elizabeth and hearing uh, or seeing rather yung kanyang uh, six-month uh, pregnancy uh, in accordance with the, what the angel Gabriel told her, she was inspired. You know? I mean, although walang sinasabing you know, work ng Holy Spirit dito, pero we can assume because the, the angel said she would be you know, overshadowed by the Holy Spirit. And so, we assume here in the story that the Holy Spirit inspires her. So, sabi niya, my soul glorifies the Lord. So, notice nyo na it is not just simply her mind or her emotions, 
but her entire inner being you know is responding to God my soul glorifies the Lord sabi niya and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior now so soul and spirit in this place seem to be you know parang synonymous or overlapping although in many cases in the Bible pag sinabing spirit it, it, it's referring to the heart or the decision of the human will no so in my spirit rejoices in God my Savior sabi ni Mary and she gives the reason why sabi niya sa verse 48 for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant and of course that's referring to herself and she's referring to herself in the third person as if it's somebody else for he has been mindful of the hum- of the humble state of his servant from now from now on all generations will call me blessed so she's really talking about herself no not because she's special Kasi nga ang problema, because of that verse, other people have concluded na Mary is somebody special. Pero Mary actually represents everyone else who are undeserving, who have no claims upon God. And they are just simply, you know, people who are ordinary. And we can all relate to that. So, Mary, sinasabi niya, you know, all generations will call me blessed not because she's special but she's saying in effect na everyone else na nakakaranas ng ganitong grace are blessed and then she says for the mighty one has done great things for me holy is his name so it's not because she is special you know it's not because parang meron siyang special status na we should pray to her it is because the Lord, no? All throughout this hymn, it is the Lord who is, who is acting. So, the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is His name. You know? And then, she says, His mercy extends to those who fear Him. Yung phrase, no, fear Him, of course, is a, you know, an idiomatic way of saying those who trust in Him, those who humble themselves before Him. You know, from generation to generation. In other words, Mary is not just talking about herself, but for everyone else, you know, who are willing to, you know, look at the, their own undeserving status and see the grace of God coming upon their lives. So this is the, really the first thing. God's graciousness upon the undeserving. And you know, Personally, pag in-apply natin sa sarili natin yan. When you meditate upon the grace of God sa you, how He has saved you through the gospel, kung paano niya winork out in such a way that you were able to hear and understand the good news about Jesus. And how through Jesus na-realize mo na He died on the cross for your sins. Even though you did not do anything, and through His death on the cross, He paved the way for you to be reconciled with God. For you and I, the more you meditate upon the grace of God sa buhay natin through Jesus, the more that you will be triggered to worship God. In fact, to be 
you know, practical about it, let me suggest na before you go into the worship service or maybe you're there already, instead of looking around, tinitingnan mo yung mga musicians sa stage or maybe busy ka greeting everyone else, why don't you just quiet down in one place and start meditating on the grace of God upon your life, of what He has done to forgive you, to reconcile you, to wash away your sins, to raise you up and sit you with Christ in the heavenly places, to grant you, ikanga, the right of the child of God. Think about that. And that will really put you in a place of true worship. Most of the time, pag pumunta tayo sa worship, we're just very busy, you know, chit-chatting with everybody. Yung soul natin, yung spirit natin is not prepared. Pag tumugtog na yung worship, hopefully, it's something na familiar sa atin, na yung gusto natin yung song. And we say things like, oh, I love that song. And maybe for the time being, you know, maganda yung sinasabi ng worship leader and our hearts are touched and na-inspire tayo. And those things are good. Or even pag nasa labas tayo, kunyari, when looking at the sunset or the sunrise or the mountains, we feel that, we feel that feeling of parang, alam mo, goosebumps, no? Parang, wow, God is so good. Those things are, are, are okay. But you have yet to experience true worship talaga in its depths. You know, that is coming from your soul and your spirit. And that happens only when you receive the personal revelation that God has been gracious to you. And the Holy Spirit is the one who's going to do that. The Spirit of the Lord will open your eyes to the truth that God is gracious to the undeserving. And when you begin to see that, your spirit or your soul will be prompted to worship. And that is the essence of worship. That's the time that you are truly worshiping the Lord. And that is why also now you can worship at any time because you can always meditate and ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you the grace of God. So kahit nasaan ka, you can be prompted to worship as the Spirit of God you know, reveals and reminds you of God's grace. Pangalawa, which is of course related to that, is the personal revelation of God's deliverance of the poor and the weak, of how He rescues those who are not able to protect themselves or defend themselves. We see that in verse 51 to 53. So, tingnan natin yun. Sabi ganito, He has performed mighty deeds with His arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. Now, Mary, obviously, is thinking beyond her current situation. And she's looking around maybe through the history of the world. And she's beginning to sing ayon through the help of the Holy Spirit. How God in His power and grace, you know, has performed mighty deeds. Yung kanyang, yung phrase now with his arm is, of course, with his strength, yun ang ibig sabihin, you know. And he has scattered those who 
are proud in their inmost thoughts. So God sees the thoughts of, of those na who are arrogant or are proud. And perhaps if Mary is looking at the, you know, remem- remembering the scriptures, remembering the Old Testament of what God has done in the past. And sabi niya, he has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. Again, referring ito dun sa mga, you know, in the, in the Hebrew, they call it the anawim, no? Yung mga tao who are helpless and wala silang kakayanan to defend themselves. And then in verse 53, he has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. So this is a reflection, no, of the actions of God in, in the scriptures, in the Old Testament, how the Lord has delivered, you know, time and time again, those who could not defend themselves. He was there for them. And even in the Psalms, when we read the Psalms, we, we hear you mga testimonies of how people were in difficult situations and the Lord rescued them. Sa madaling salita, you know, through the word of God, we can be reminded of God's mighty deeds. And uh, also when we reflect upon, you know, the testimonies of people. Kaya napakahalaga that we really focus ourselves on what God is doing. I always tell the pastors under me, you know, uh, to build their knowledge of God through His Word, number one, but also through His works. Kaya nga, reflecting upon what God has done in your life, how He has answered your prayers, how He has delivered you from difficult situations, ito yung mga trigger na, that inspires real worship. I know somebody who would love to look at some of the parang reminders from Facebook of her past uh, experiences and whenever you know something would come up no and Facebook does that diba they would remind us of experiences or events in the past you know this person that I know she would be triggered to post something to worship God and say you know I remember this particular event and I worship the Lord you see, worship is not just a feeling. It's the revelation of God's deliverance sa atin. At hindi lang sa atin, kundi sa ibang tao rin. And the more that we take some time to allow the Holy Spirit to reveal to us God's deliverance, kasi alam nyo, most of the time, madali tayong makalimot, di po ba? Most of the time, we focus on our present problems or situations. And we forget how the Lord has delivered us in the past. Kung paano niya sinagot yung panalangin natin. You know, we remember those times na parang di mo alam ang gagawin mo and you called upon the Lord and He answered your prayers. Do you remember yung mga events na yun kung saan parang feeling mo you were in danger pero God in His mercy delivered you? You know, practically speaking, when we take some time, lalo na at the end of the day, to pray the prayer of examine, 
yung prayer of really asking yourself uh, you know questions like you know ano ano yung mga naganap today where i was not conscious no of god's presence or maybe hindi ko napansin and you ask yourself questions like you know how did i respond and it is through those experiences you know wherein we look back and say god thank you so much that you worked in my life in this way or you delivered me from that situation this is what should trigger us to worship the lord again pag pumupunta tayo sa worship service let's take some time you know to focus on god's deliverance no maaring sa atin or maybe sa ibang tao if we're talking to people let's listen to those testimonies of god's goodness and love kaya nga dapat ang nangyayari sa worship service is that we are encouraging one another hindi lang tayo basta parang nagchichismisan lamang but you know through our words and our actions we should be reminding each other of the goodness of God and uh, last but not the least in the case of Mary she was triggered by God's faithfulness to the unfaithful as she begins to consider yung situation, you know, yung nangyari kay Elizabeth and then yung nangyari din sa kanya, the Spirit of the Lord just opened up her, her eyes to the wide vista of ikanga, God's faithfulness to the unfaithful. Let's look at verse 54 to 56. Sabi dito, He has helped His servant Israel, remembering to be merciful. Now, why did she say that? Well, because, you know, as she looks at the history of her nation, full of unfaithfulness, full of idolatry, full of sin, she's amazed that you know, the Lord, in spite of all of that, comes and helps Israel through the sending of His Son, Jesus, to be the Savior of the world. And then sabi niya to Abraham and his descendants forever, even as he said to our fathers. So Mary is inspired to think about the promise of the Lord to Abraham. And of course, by implication, hindi lang sa Israel yan, because the children of the promise extends beyond the borders of ethnic Israel. It reaches all the way to all the nations of the world. Dahil yun ang sabi ni Lord kay Abraham. You would be the father of many nations. And you would be a blessing to many nations. And nations, of course, does not mean Israel lang, but to the ends of the earth. And so, interestingly, this is verse 56, Abby, and Mary stayed with Elizabeth for about three months. You know, in other words, just about the time na manganak na si Elizabeth, Mary leaves. <laughs> and that's an interesting thing. You know, hindi na siya nagstay para hintay na you know mag mag uh, manganak si Elizabeth probably because she's already 3 months on the way na rin and she has to go back. You know? It doesn't, you know, look doesn't tell us why. And then she returns home, no? In other words, you know, yung kanyang worship time, you know, has come to its ano ikanga. Uh, point of uh, climax and she's now ready you know to 
do her part ngayon to sa pinagagawa ng Panginoon sa kanya. Because she has now seen the faithfulness of God even to the unfaithful. So ito yung tatlong personal revelations in the case of Mary. Una, God's graciousness upon the undeserving. Pangalawa, God's deliverance of the poor and, and weak. And then pangatlo is God's faithfulness even to the unfaithful like Israel and even to the rest of the nations. Because the Lord, you know, so loves the world even though the world does not love the Lord. That He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever shall believe in Him shall not perish but have everlasting life. So in other words, Paul, true worship, true worship, Paul, is our response to the personal revelation of God. And yes, it's true that sometimes He may use a song, sometimes He may use nature, sometimes He may use a conversation, that's true. But those are just instruments or means. Ang real essence of worship is when God through the Holy Spirit personally reveals Himself to us. And only when we begin to realize that and respond are we in the state of worship. Purihin ang Panginoon. Take notice of yourself each and every day. Are you so parang hurried and busy that you don't notice the goodness and grace of God sa buhay mo? Are you aware or do you pause to worship the Lord in times that God shows His mercy and kindness to you? Lumilipas ba ang mga araw na you do not give thanks to God and you do not acknowledge His goodness and mercy? Naghihintay ka lang ba ng Sunday para ma-prime up, you know, ma-pump up? Naghihintay ka lang ba ng Sunday para makapunta ka sa church and then uh, ma-inspire ka ng worship? Why don't you practice true worship each and every day of your life? And whenever there is an opportunity to come together with others, and to declare the goodness of God, you know, in each other's life para ma-inspire tayo so that we can worship the Lord. Let's take that opportunity. So, if you have, uh, if you know somebody rin, maybe he or she is neglecting yung small group ninyo or maybe he or she is so busy, you know, take some time to Reach out to that friend and encourage that person to remember the goodness of God in his or her life. Sometimes it may take a little prompting, maybe some questions. You know, how has God been good in your life this week? Maybe a good question to ask. Because oftentimes, we forget that God is present everywhere. We're not just simply paying attention. So let's do that and let's worship the Lord, no? Truly, from our hearts and from our spirits. Let us pray. Father, 
thank you so much for your graciousness, for your deliverance, for your faithfulness. Patawarin mo kami, Panginoon, if sometimes we don't really think much about these things, we take them for granted. And so we miss the opportunity to worship. From now on, Panginoon, may we become more aware of God's goodness and mercy sa buhay namin. Every moment of our lives. Hindi lang pag kami sa church o kaya nasa nature kami. But each and every moment of our lives, may we be prompted to worship you, Lord, as we think about your goodness and love for us. As we look at the scriptures and see how the Lord works in wonderful ways, may we be inspired, O Lord, to worship you in spirit and in truth. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you were encouraged and edified to continue following the Lord and growing in your faith together with others. If this content helped you, consider sharing it with others. Also, if you would like to support this ministry, please visit solo.to slash rlccphil. That's solo.to slash rlccphil. See you again.